Preeti Jibber. And I'm Jen Northington. And this is Tarvel and Urbust, a Wheel of Time podcast. The road ahead of you, Heyman rumbled, is long, dark, <laughs> and I very much fear bloodstained. I also very much fear that you will take us all down that road, but you must live to reach the end of it. Whew! Some real talk from the Ogier for you. Yeah, feeling, feeling dark today. <laughs> <laughs> So we are rereading the books in honor of the TV show adaptations release, talking about our favorite and not so favorite moments and digging into all things Wheel of Time. And today we are talking about Lord of Chaos, chapters 19 through 26. I I got plot. I got actual plot. You did. It's funny. Okay. Very quickly before we get there for pre-discussion notes, just want to mention that there are some interesting discussions happening in the Discord, which I really appreciate. There's stuff about power structures and then a new patron, Stevani, which is a great reference to Steven Universe, um, which took me a second. I was like, why do I know that name? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Had this like point about, you know, we talk a lot about the gender essentialism, like essentialism that Jordan brings up and they read it as dramatic irony and something that we are meant to recognize as being funny in the same way that Matt and Perrin and ran that gag about who speaks better to women, right. which I think is an interesting take yeah, on it. Yeah, super interesting. Yeah, they did say like, I, I, they have to make allowances like on the execution failing right. potentially, if that's the case. I don't know that I agree with it, but it is an interesting perspective that I hadn't thought of. Yeah, 100%. I still think there are, like Robert Jordan does not handle his male and female no. characters equally. No. But I do like this idea that he is, perhaps poking fun at the like in terms of internal POV yeah dynamics yeah, which yeah. I think I think there's a a, a definite case to be made for oh, yeah. it not in every instance but in many instances yeah it is supposed to be funny yeah. because it because of the absurdity of the thought right not what the person is thinking so yes. I yeah I like that I'm down yeah. Yeah, into yeah it. no, I think it's interesting. Uh, <laughs> again, execution always is the trick, <laughs> of course. Yeah, so good job in the Discord, y'all. Keeping it, keeping it interesting. Um, all right. So this is, yeah, you got some plot. I got plot. I finally got some plot. I mean, there's some weird ass stuff in here, though. Like, let's be real. <laughs> I, but, uh, like, literally, I was texting Jen because I was like, did that just happen? Like, did did he just did he just make that decision? What? Why? What? Yeah, yeah. There's. A, I have questions. We have some questions. Lots of questions. And what was funny is like last time I was like going on about how easy it was. This took me all day. Oh, are you kidding me? I tore through this. I absolutely tore through this. See, different readers, man. Different readers. Oh, that's so funny. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't as easy for me to read as the so last section. Interesting brains, brains. I know brains. Brains. Uh, <laughs> So chapter 19 is called Matters of Toe and it's Rand and I really want to like say that in a cool way and I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's Rand. He's like, you know, I don't know. He's being Rand. He's being very he, Rand. He He's is like being having very Rand. Luz Theron's dreams now, which is terrifying. Oh my gosh. So it starts out and he, it's like, he just... Yeah, this poor kid, this poor, poor child. He's like, it starts with a Rand thought that he would sleep well that night. Why? Why would you ever sleep? Why well, do Rand? you ever think you're going to be able to sleep well? 
my poor son. <laughs> it's not going to happen. There was also this line of like, he was nearly tired enough to forget Alana's touch. It, I will say it's interesting how Jordan is bringing that in to the point of like that came out of discord also of like how it sort of is maybe dealing with this assault in a way that doesn't not make sense for survivors. Mm. Rand does feel very disconnected from it at times, deliberately mm-hmm. so, you know, um, and like he clearly wants it and he's clearly still frustrated by it. But it's there's a line later where he's talking about something else that he shoved down that he didn't want to think about. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's like, again, I don't know about the intent, right? <laughs> but I think what's coming across is very interesting and in how he's dealing with it. Mm-hmm. Um, Because he's, it feels like he's just compartmentalizing. Yeah, the hell out of it. Um, But okay, yeah, these dreams. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, they're really, they're like, they're like Age of Legends era dreams, which he knows because he went through Ruidian um, Mm -hmm. and saw this stuff. But it's like, clearly not just that. It's, he's like, wakes up and is like, uh, I'm dreaming Lutheran's dreams. And that is- And like, there's something wrong in like what he's thinking about. Yeah. It's really creepy. It is very unsettling. And there's, it's so funny because it's like so many parts of him, mind splintered and the glittering shards all screaming. There's all this like fractured identity stuff that if I was in undergrad, like if I was in college, I'd be like, time to write a lit theory paper about this (laughs) like he says like his nose were on the tray I was like oh can't see the whole of his being (laughs) I was so bad at those papers that my freshman year professor was like never write one of these close readings again for in my (laughs) class like literally never do this again that's amazing I want you to write anything else but you're not allowed to turn anything else any well, close so, readings in. it's so funny like when I was in undergrad the big the big like buzzy stuff in in like uh the humanities for English majors was literary theory mm-hmm. like Foucault and like bringing mm-hmm. all of that stuff into it and it's absurd like we were not well read enough to be able to use right. that and implement it to lit but we did yeah you sure did <laughs> yeah I I was so glad I mean I love reading obviously but I was so glad to be a history major and only have to take one English (laughs) class because I I just I'm bad at this and I hate it I I love it it's like even if the argument you're like this is like I one time I got a paperback and they're like this is not a cogent argument (laughs) and I got so mad (laughs) I was like you just don't understand you don't understand my brilliance. You One day I'm going to write Spider-Man and you're going to feel <laughs> bad about this. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. So um, <laughs> tangent over, but I I just got a big kick out of that. Uh, so he has these dreams. He's like freaking out about it because it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he gets up. Gosh, there's so much Sulin. Yeah. I feel like it came out of nowhere. I agree. How much well, like we got that weird short thing with her? Yeah, yeah. She does get referenced a lot. Totally. Like, she's always around him. Yeah. Like to randomly sprinkle in again with like the one paragraph POV. I know. Which is it's very strange. I don't really a hundred percent understand. Anyway, so he is in he's in Carrion, right? Yeah, because yes. Bear Lane is there. Yeah, because Bear Lane um, is there. And like there's this whole assembly 
of like mm-hmm. Aiel and Kirhanen and Tyrion. So many names. And yeah, so many. And everybody's wearing this and that. And this is what and of this course person's this, like, face looks like. Barrelane has this like pale, expansive bosom showing. And I was just like, I just wrote why, why? in all caps. <laughs> why? Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Anyway, uh, and oh, and Rand has this really gross thought. Speaking of which, um, he's like watching who's watching who, like yeah. he's doing politics. And he was like, oh, I'm surprised that men are looking at Barrelane with a thought other than lechery. And you're like, gross, Rand, Ew. gross. Like, you know, she's a competent ruler because we just spent like a chapter seeing her being competent. Like, why? Why? Capital, I, all it's caps, funny. Why? It's funny because I read that as him acknowledging how gross the dudes are, which I, is maybe the, what I wanted that's a to generous read it as. Perspective. <laughs> as like, I don't disagree that, like, they should be looking at her in other ways, but that Rand is like, I don't know. I It really, I, I hate it. But anyway, it's fine. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> we're on a timeline today, so we have we to We are on a moving. timeline. We got to keep it moving. We got to keep it moving. <laughs> so uh so there's mentions of, of specific names will become important later which i was like why do i care about all these stupid names why do you because well, i well because later we're gonna need to know about colavere and was it maringal sure towards the end of the section okay. um because we need to know colavere she's the one that avienda beat and so clearly has this like great disdain for avienda and for rand right like, both like anger and embarrassment and fear right she was the one who was sending younger women to Rand's rooms mm-hmm. and who he like asked to dinner just to freak her out and then yeah did the thing right um and so I, it was important later that we know I we you. remember that I think um and then Maringill who I was like I don't know I'm pretty sure that's the other one but I don't I still don't know anything about him oh no it was Melan, right Mm. which one was it it was the m name yeah it's one of the m names i mean we'll get to it when we get to it i don't think it's a big deal to talk about it now i just like don't remember and then i want to know why he's making choices yeah fair enough um so he's like thinking about this he's having all these thoughts and is it the aisle are there they're like wise they're wise ones there Mm -hmm. um and he's trying to he has another moiraine thought of like how Mm -hmm. he can't make everyone happy Mm -hmm. essentially um and they're all like being, oh, you're so a Lord Dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get the like, he needs to deal with Andor and some like Samael, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he announces that he's returning to Camelon. Um, And they're like, well, you need to be here for the hanging. And he's like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> this this weird situation with Mangan continues. I can't believe after he got so mad at them though that they were just like, but actually you do need to be here for the hanging. Cause he was yeah. like, I I agree with Rand. Yeah. Honestly. Like I very much agree with him where he was like, this is the compartmentalization, of course, though, moment where he's like, he doesn't want to he had forgotten or rather shoved it to the back of his mind. Hanging a man you liked was not something anyone would want to remember. Mm-hmm. But he's like, he can't show favoritism. Right. If someone breaks the law, they have to hang. Like, right. if it's for everybody, it's for everyone. Right. So he's just like, nope, I'm leaving immediately. And um, and then he's looking again at, like, uh, who is talking to who? And, mm-hmm. you know, a bunch of people come with him. Berlin and Aviander talking together and laughing. I well, actually... Yeah. 
I was like, I ship that friendship hard. Like, I love the idea of Berylaine and Avienda being friends. I think that's amazing. I don't hate, I'm, I'm not, I'm pretty indifferent to it. I'm more, I'm like, I don't understand how this fits with the cultural appropriation stuff from earlier with Berylaine inspiring non aisle to take up the right. That was a little confusing to me because we've been told time again of like Avienda is not not angry about that stuff with other people. Same with the wise ones. Like, well, she wasn't part of that conversation. That was Ruar. I know she wasn't, but like and, the yeah. I her being in with the wise ones, it's yeah, not yeah. just Avienda. There's like some sort of rapport with the wise ones as well. So I was just like a little confused. No, it's a good point. It's like, yeah, it's a very like they we've heard over and over again how much the Isla respect Fairlane, but then also there is this issue. I mean, it just feels like he's forgotten about it already. Robert yeah, Jordan. Has. But it was like yeah. three chapters ago. I know. I know. <laughs> so I was just like, what's happening? Like, mm. what? How did this? Why are they so? Especially because right. like, it's Rourke who is so angry about it, mm-hmm. and Amy's also like Amy's is the one who like kisses her on the forehead later. Yeah, which I was like, what? Yeah. I thought we were mad at her. No, apparently we're not. But all right. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So Berylaine also- sends him off being like, oh, also, if you see Perrin and Matt, tell them I said hi. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he's like, okay. He yeah. also is like, I'm not going to let the wise ones interfere. He's worried that they're interfering with her ruling care. Uh, right, right, right. Right. Yeah. Um, he's like, they, she, they shouldn't be interfering with that. So Mm -hmm. what he, that's what he thinks is happening. Right. And then Uh, what happens? Oh, and then Melaine is like, I'm going with you. Oh, yeah. Because (laughs) I have to talk to my husband, basically. Um, And Avienda is watching to try to maybe see if she can figure out the gateway or something. Um, He's got Alana in his head. Uh, He wants to go first through the portal everybody gets mad at him which is normal the alana thing is that she's she'd been crying right she'd been crying and he doesn't know why maybe you shouldn't bind people without asking them yeah maybe i don't know um yeah this is the beginning this not the beginning but we get more like um maiden rand stuff and this is the sulan stuff which is so weird yeah. Where Sulin's like talking shit in front of everybody. Yeah. So she like criticizes him for going through the portal first. And so he has to like put her down, but also like not make it too bad. So he does this thing where he tells her like, I don't need more than two guards going forward. And like, you know, you can send me with more otherwise. Um, and then he keeps going. Well, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. This is like another point where I'm like, yeah, you should. This is I don't think he was putting her down, but he was reminding putting her, her in her place. I yeah. mean, I think he like has to demonstrate that he has to be respected in public. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So then, you know, Solon is like angry about it, mm-hmm. which I just genuinely I'm so perplexed. I just don't understand um, why this focus on her. I just don't get it. And then uh, Avienda is like walking with her, walking with him. And he's doing that whole thing of like, I don't, 
I wish she would leave, but mm-hmm. also I, I don't know. I have feelings mm-hmm. for her and I don't want to think about when we slept together and right. blah, blah, she's, blah. She's doing the same thing. She says a she, thing yeah. to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. About like the creator made you just to trouble me. I but just... I liked that he was like actually said it out loud where he's like, I'm kind of surprised to see you here. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like so much of this has been him thinking his thoughts and her thinking her thoughts. And it's just like, can you guys just have a conversation? Yes. <laughs> like for I'm the very love over of it. I'm very over it. And it's not over anytime soon. Uh, let's see. I don't know. There's more of like the maiden stuff. Yeah. Like so much maiden stuff, which. Yeah. This seems like a bigger version of like the women can't be too competent or we have uh-huh. to knock them down. Right. With what right. happens later with Leah. It's like they're constantly trying to be like, you need to do this to stay safe. You have to do this. We're so confident. We're so great. And then like the second they push him into something he doesn't want to do, one of them gets hurt Mm, and taken. That's interesting. I like literally just occurred to me, but that's what it feels like. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I felt like it was more, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with your read on the order that things are happening in, but for me, I think the intent is because it comes up in a later chapter too. this like, emphasis on how much he doesn't want women to get hurt and since he's constantly surrounded by the maidens like they are the focus of him not wanting the maidens to get hurt and them constantly doing things that make him nervous for them and then that complicated relationship so I think the thing with Leah that is an anomaly is that she wasn't protecting him and we don't even see it well, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves Sorry. here. We'll get there. Yeah. But like, that's the difference, I think. Okay, fair enough. But um, it, she's not the one who didn't do the thing here. Like, Sula No, she's not. But I think it's like all of the maidens, it's almost like they can like switch out one for the other with the way they talk to him. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't really matter if it's Jelani, if it's Sulin, if right. it's whomever. Right. They are all saying the same thing all right. the time. Right. Right. They're all like, you know, you're not a king. You can't actually tell us what to do. We're here to keep you safe. Right. And you should be listening to us. Right. 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 Um, okay. So Rand is still trying to find out where Elaine is. He asks mm-hmm. Avienda. Um, and she's like, Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I can't tell you anything. Well, no, um, yeah. The she's like, well, he asks if the wise ones told her, mm-hmm. and she says they don't know. Mm-hmm. Which is that true? I don't, I don't know. At this point, I don't know who knows. I don't know who knows. (laughs) I thought everybody knew where they were, but then Rand doesn't know. And now it sounds like maybe some other people don't know. So I I guess the why, because I don't think she would lie to him. No, I agree. I agree. So I think they, at least they told Avienda they don't know. Yeah. um, Because she asked clearly. Mm -hmm. Um, And then. She's like, but they did talk about you. Right. Because they're having dreams. They're having shared, like all, several of them are having the same dreams. Yeah. So clearly prophetic dreams. Yes. But I don't know that they're new ones necessarily. Like they, we have the boat with the three women. Mm-hmm. There's a scale. Uh, yes. I guess some of these are new. There's a man standing by your side with a dagger to your throat, but you don't see him. 
And then Bear and Amos are dreaming of you cutting the wetlands in two with a sword, which feels pretty straightforward to me. That last well, one. It feels very straightforward to Rand. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Rand- he's so funny on the next page. He's like, well, obviously the man with the dagger is a gray man. Which like, is how we know it's it's not a hundred percent not. Hundred percent not. Yeah. <laughs> like, boy, you are getting betrayed mm-hmm. by somebody. <laughs> Quick aside, is it weird that Rand is not like, where is Asmodian? I, I think it's weird. I feel like at some point he was just like, I guess he ran off. But you make a good point. <laughs> it's, it's like weird. everybody's forgotten about Asmodian. Like he doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, no one's like, hey, where's your bard? It's <laughs> a good point. You make a good point, Breathy. <laughs> Did he write his epic poem? Is he done? <laughs> That's so funny, especially because he was going everywhere with Rand. You would think that would be a thing of comment for people. Yeah, but yeah. now he's just gone. Well, I don't know. I would like just occurred to me, which I was like, okay. So yeah, we know it's not going to be a gray man. Um, right. Oh, and then we have rain coming from a bull. That's like yes. the significant one because we know that a fancy bull that works the weather has mm-hmm. been found in the dream world by Nynaeve and Elaine. And now I think I know into which, well, I mean, I think we all know into which hands it would be bad and into which hands it would be good. Indeed. Indeed. Because that's her thing is like, either it's great or if it goes into the wrong hands, certain doom. Right. And the key to finding the bull is to find the one who is no longer. And yeah. it's like, what does it mean? What does that mean? What does, what does it, it mean? mean? I, I don't know. I think it's something to do with, you remember we got that, um, was it in the prologue where we got those two <laughs> people who had been turned into other people and were giving oh, them right, lives? Right. Like right, the right, right dagger right, right, and right. the left dagger or whatever. I forgot about that. Yeah. It could be that, or it could be something else. Who knows? That's what I thought of, though. It could be my rain. Right. It could there's be my rain. It's a good point. There's a lot there's of, a lot talk of about Moiraine. Moiraine death. Yeah, there is. Could and, be then, and then Rand is like, side note, can you please stop following me around? But he says it in the like, could you should go back to the wise ones and resume your studies and i know everything already and she's like you know nothing john snow nothing. <laughs> she's like well what does this mean what does this mean what does this mean he's like i have things. um and then she's like no i'm gonna meet my toe right <laughs> and i don't so okay there's this rand has this thought He's like, well, if you mean about Lanfear, like I didn't save you, Moiraine saved you. And then he says the only obligation she knew, he prayed she never learned of the other. She would see it as one, although he certainly did not. What does that mean? Do we know what that is? Like what obligation does Rand think she doesn't know about that he knows about? Did he? Like, and, but he doesn't think it's an obligation, but he thinks she'll think it's an obligation. What? I don't what is remember. It? What is it? Someone, if we know this already, can you tell us? Yeah, if we're supposed to know, if it's a spoiler, then do not tell us. Um, if we are supposed to know this, please let us know. I genuinely can't I'm remember like, I can't point. keep a track. Uh, and then Luz Theron shows up and Brand is, you know, not happy. Yeah, he's that. like, what I love, I destroy. What I, what I destroy, I love. And he's like, shut up. <laughs> and then another, I'll keep them safe from me. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, we, and then we get Avienda's perspective. 
Yeah, for like a second. I did like this line of like being near Randall Thor stretched her naked over hot coals stretcher until she thought her bones would pop. I was like, that's pretty visceral. Oh, yeah, it's very visceral. I like it. That's yeah. that's good. That's like a good uh line. Um I also really liked this insult. So like Leah is outside and Avian is clearly like super heightened. Oh well, before we before we where's the oh no, that's after. Um she's like thinking about her toe and like Leah sort of she calls Leah a girl and is in her like handmaiden talk and then Leah's like I think you will put your soul in a wreath to lay at a man's feet and I was like damn yeah it's a good burn it is a good burn and then Avienda like acts like she's gonna fight her which is a big mistake for the honor code and yeah so then they have to like have a resolution about that which actually is very nicely dealt with I thought I agree I agree yeah. like the the very small spear sister I was like that's yeah, cute really cute but so it ends with her thinking yeah. killing Randall Thor would be one toe killing herself the second but each toe block this I was like I don't I was understand like, wait, what like what? Where did that come from? Right. Like, how is killing, like, is, is the killing Rand the meeting the Elaine toe? Because he slept, but like, doesn't that fuck over Elaine if you kill the guy? Yeah. Like, I don't know. And I don't, I really don't, I really do not understand. I didn't. I was like, Robert Jordan, do you understand? Yeah. Do you even toe? know what you're saying right now? Because like, I don't know if you understand toe. I highlighted that line and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, I was very confused by it. So confused. Like whatever the wise. The, like, oh, toe is so confusing. Yeah. Like, I literally don't understand. Literally don't understand. How this all ties together. <laughs> at all. No. <laughs> um, um, but she, it ends with her being like, she's going to figure out how to do both. You can't, but okay. Okay. All right. Um, okay. And then chapter 20. We're back to Rand. <laughs> back to Rand. Uh, and they're after Ogier. A brief interlude. Yeah, to Ogier. To Andor, to Camelin. Three very, of them. Three of them. It's a big deal. It's very exciting. Of course, we knew instantly, right, who these yes. Ogier were going to be. Um, yes. It's Loyal's teacher, uh, Heyman, and then um, his mom. His mom who is Coveral and Aerith, who is the girl that his mom wants him to marry. Yes. Um, We have seen before. We have seen them before. Ages and ages and ages and ages ago. Like 16 books ago. Which was nice because Rand was also like, why are you doing, why is this guy familiar? Yeah, yeah. We got a little bit of like. (laughs) Which is kind of funny. Like, hey, remember these people? And like, no. No. (laughs) Um. Um. So Rand is kind of like, he like goes to meet them. Uh, we get a lot more about like, oh, you're huge and mm-hmm. slow and, you know, think a lot and are loud. Um, and then there's but... another like Sulin situation. Oh, right. I just, ugh, whatever. So yeah, Sulin is like uh, being pretty aggressive as usual about being the guards or whatever. And Rand is like, mm-hmm. I can talk to them alone. Mm-hmm. I 100% can talk to them alone. Like, mm-hmm. this can absolutely happen. It's fine. Yeah. And I have like a brief thing. Um, and then he's like, unless you think I need protection from Ogier. Right, right. <laughs> so yeah, she I, like <laughs> brings all that. And it like seems clear that a lot of the maidens are just there because they think Ogier are awesome, which is correct. Yeah. Um, but he's like specifically mad that like Sulin is like, she he thinks she's trying to protect him so he sends all of the almost all of the ail out of the courtyard mm-hmm. and then he's like elder Haman, where where have i heard that name before right right mm-hmm. 
and so then um, they tell Brand why they've come. They are basically like, so we need to retrieve Loyal. <laughs> Which it where, made me laugh a little bit. He? You promised us you'd take care of him. That was a moment where I was like, oh, yeah. that's deep. Because Rand has not even thought about Loyal. In, mm-hmm. um, but I mean, for good reason. Like yes. he's a little busy. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Um, I need it busy. Yeah. So he is trying to like, he's very taken aback and trying to get his feet back under him. And he also remembers that like Loyal didn't want to get married. So he's yeah. not like super keen to do this. But then he's like, well, wait a minute. Like, why does he, does he need to go back because of the longing? I think is it called? Um, like if Ogier spend too much time outside of a studying, you know, they begin to deteriorate. Um mm. There's some like really ableist stuff that goes on in here. Like there's this terrible line about like, oh, the fifth needed a stick to walk. Like that was the end of the world. And I was like, come on, bro. Like it's weird. That's that's unnecessary. Um, but regardless, there are big health and mental impacts on Ogier who stay out too long. Mm-hmm. And so they're trying to ascertain like how long has Loyal been out and like how much more time does he have? Yeah. And it's Loyal's been out for five years. Right. And then Rand is like, I heard of someone who was out for 10 mm-hmm. because Loyal told me. That's right. <laughs> and and, and elder, the elder Haven is like, that's, it's too long. Like, it's too long. It's not going to be good. <laughs> so we need to find him. You know, where is he? And so Rand says like, okay, well, I guess I have to like save Loyal's life by telling them where he is. Mm-hmm. So he tells them that he's in the two rivers. Um, it's a quiet place, which made me laugh so hard. I was like, yeah. That's yeah. Loyal's had a very quiet, very time. quiet and easy time. Super quiet. Um, and so they want to go. And Rand is like, actually, if you'll stay, I need your help. And they end up, he says, I, I, I need to locate all of the way gates. Yeah. Which is the first time anybody's talked about way gates in a hot minute. I'm pretty sure. I feel like the last time was Loyal closing the way gate. Like Loyal and Gall going to close the way gate in the two rivers. Yeah. So we haven't heard about them for a while. Um, And Coveral and Aerith are both like, absolutely not. We need to leave immediately. Um, But we get this whole like, you know, confab where they uh rand is like no no really like the shadow spawn are using them i've set guards mm-hmm. but i need to do more and um and then he has this thought that i was like yeah good question he thinks he's like sometimes he wondered why one of the forsaken did not pour a few thousand trollocs into the palace by a gateway and i was like yeah i wonder that too rand i do wonder well that. now like, we know it's because do we well, they're the what's is the uh dark lord oh, the orders that they have but <laughs> yeah. before they had those orders, but those orders came somewhat in tandem with the end of the last book where he attacks uh what's his face at the like he wasn't at the palace, yeah, yeah. There were a lot of Trollocs in other fights that he's had with the first, yeah. Season. So, yes. I guess it's true that that's true. All right, I think this enough. line works here. The line right. that made me laugh when they were like, they go off to have their talk, mm-hmm. like to the, the Ogier, like try to confab and they're yeah. just like, let's, let's figure out if we're going to do this for him or not. Mm-hmm. And Rand thinks about eavesdropping. And then he's like, no, I won't think to eavesdropping. <laughs> so <laughs> like, like, oh, buddy. Literally killed people. <laughs> yes, that's right. 
<laughs> like you manipulate people all the time, but yeah. eavesdropping is where you draw the line. I listen. Okay. He- I ain't been dropping no eaves. Again, <laughs> like- I've been dropping no. Oh my god, he is compartmentalizing so hard, like, so the hardest, hard, the hardest. <laughs> it's like oh, okay, oh, whatever right. you want, man. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but so basically... we get a lot of like this is very hasty, like NT sort of uh, yeah. language. Very much, very much. Um. Mm. But they agree that yes. they will show him, and Brand's like, I need maps. I need every map in the world. I don't love. I that cracked me up, like how he like sends you know everybody running for maps <laughs> yeah that did make me laugh because like one of the like the aisle don't use maps and so again kind Sulin, of like... Sulin again is just like just like strolling off and he's like when I say go I mean go the power struggle is real it's real it's real <laughs> and then you know we get a lot of like waffling from Elder Heyman about like well it's this and that and I like you know long-winded like <sighs> cute ramblings um it, there's so much here about his favorite thing which I do love generally but it was a lot yeah of like the deterioration yes. and the loss of memory and you know oh, there's no. like this this line you know they're talking about because Heyman is like, you don't know where the steading are? Right. And Rand's like, listen, it's been a long time for you guys, but it's been like a long time <laughs> for us. And Co- Covril is like, he doesn't remember. Their memories are gone. Mm. She made it sound like the greatest loss imaginable. imaginable. Uh, and so it's this like horrific thing to the Ogier that mm. sort of like complete deterioration and loss of knowledge and memory because you mm-hmm. should keep you should keep hold of those things. Right. Um, and it's just a consistent theme across these books about both, like, I think the importance of the past and holding mm-hmm. onto it and not living in it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the, you know, Gaishane and servants and maidens and everybody are bringing all of the maps and Rand is like sorting through them and laying them out. And then the elder Haman starts to like mark, you know, where he's knows that waygates are, where steadings are. Um, and Rand is just like, oh my God, there's so many that I didn't know about. There's so many studying. Because of course. Did I okay? So for a set when a setting is in a is abandoned, there's still a waygate there though, right? Yes. I- don't yes i guess so it was a little confusing but i i believe so yeah that seems right but yeah there's a lot of names of like cities and what they Mm. used to be called and what they're called now and how the breaking changed everything Right, right. And Rand knows of is like, oh, I know when you didn't mark um, and pulls out the spot that Egwene and Perrin found when they were running from the White Cloaks back when they were with mm-hmm. they first meet Elias somewhere. Yes. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, and Elder Haman is like, yeah, we didn't want to go near people. So. So, yeah, we don't go near the ones that men have mm-hmm. taken over because it's mm-hmm. not our jam. Yeah. What did make me laugh was he's on the, the last page of the chapter. He's like, he taught, he marked Camelin and Tarvalin, Ter and Ilian, uh, and Ibudar. And then he's like, and Ibudar he wrote as Barashtha, which I was like, because the Hindi name for India is Bharat. Hmm. And I was like, is Ibudar supposed to be India? Hmm. <laughs> I really hope not from what I, I remember not about Ibudar. <laughs> or is it another I just liked the name? <laughs> I think it's another I just liked the name. <laughs> Um, and there's this really sad moment where Rand realizes that the Ogier is crying as he marks like the dead cities. Um, 
And then this is where we start to really have questions. He marks that there was a grove in like he marks a place, you know, uh, around the two rivers, east of mm-hmm. Barillon, you know, Whitebridge, etc. He's like, there's a grove here, and Elder Hammond's like, oh yes, Aridol, and he's like, oh, you mean Shadar Lagop? Like, let's go there. And you're like, wait, what? Why are you going there? That was Why bananas. Why? Right? Why? He just like the, the last line of the chapter is like, could you? Would you show me that waygate if I took you there? Yeah, and then we never get an explanation. The whole next section is them going to Shadar Lagoth to find and close that waygate, and we we never find out. At least I was like, but why? Like, why that one? This was when I texted Jen because yeah. I was like, why? I don't understand why this is the one that you have to get to. Right. Like, especially because if there are other waygates that are not in Shadar, like they're gonna use those. Well, and also like there have to be ones a that are closer to you that you're more concerned about. Mm-hmm. B not even like we know from when they were there that even the Trollocs don't want to go into that's Shadar Lagoth. That's the thing. Cause so I understand like, why the I understand the whole like one's closer. He can have men guard the ones that are sure. closer. You can't have men guard the one in Shadar Lagoth. However, to your point, yeah, they don't even want to be there. They don't want to go there. I I do think there was a line or something in an earlier book. I could be wrong, but I feel like there was a line where they might have, they had used that one perhaps, which had surprised everybody because right. they don't like to be in that city. Yeah. Um. So like maybe it just feels so, like a, it needed an explanation. Yeah. And it, because honestly, this whole chapter just feels like an excuse for Leah to go missing. I agree. To heighten Rand's like stress about women getting harmed and that seems as far as I can tell that is the literal only point of yeah. that whole chapter no I agree there wasn't a lot that happened because it was like they force him into it, I, this is where I'm like this is about women not being allowed to be too competent because mm. they force him into allowing them to go right they the the men aisle who guard him are faceless and nameless I could mm-hmm. not tell you anything about them mm-hmm. the maidens have names their their characters granted you know, they their are hair color like yeah they're like fairly interchangeable because they mm-hmm. all sort of have the same response to him yeah. but they do have character mm-hmm. and so it's telling like when he, he's like don't touch anything don't look at anything don't don't stray away from me Leah is taken off screen We don't know what happened to her. We don't know what she was doing. We don't know why. Mm -hmm. To me, it's just like a look what happens when they when they cross him, essentially, versus the death that comes later, which was purposeful. Yeah, I don't I didn't read it that way, but I totally see why you would. Um, I will say to back up just for one second. Yes. This section before they go where. um. Sulin is like you can't just go without a guard and yeah. she and Rand are bargaining with how many Aiel he'll bring mm-hmm. um, but there's only like a couple in the courtyard and he's like we need to go now so you have like you know the count oh, of yeah. 50 or something like that and so she does this thing and like suddenly like it's a great image like all of these like uh, yeah that was pretty good <laughs> come busting out of windows and doors and like leaping through the air into the courtyard and suddenly there's like you know a bunch of them right there and I was like this is just a great like I just want to see that on the screen no was that like was really nice fun. cinematic moment <laughs> um I agree that was very fun 
Yeah. And they're all like, what the hell? She right, what the fuck? In danger. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was how I thought it would be the fastest. Yes, yeah, so it worked. And it worked. Like, fine. But yeah, so then, so then again, and this is like huge sense of urgency about this that I don't, it doesn't seem to be explained. Like, why do they have to go? Why do they have to go right now? Yeah, like, I don't why? get it. I don't, I don't know. It's so, very strange. Um, And there, maybe there's like a key fact we're not remembering, but I, yeah. it would it would have behooved him yeah, to, include, to include that exactly if there is like a relevant thing one would think it would come up in this chapter yeah um loose theron has like a real nerve-wracking response to being in shadar lagoth he like yeah is like talking to rand which i don't so like i'm going back and forth on it because so yeah. they get there they have all this thing like don't Again, we need to get out of here before the sun goes down. We get a mm-hmm. brief, like, re-explainer of what it is, what happened with Mordeth and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Luz Theron, as for why, was like, this place frightens me. Does it not frighten you? And yeah. Rand is like, I'm sorry. Are you talking to me? <laughs> right. But then he goes through this, like, conversation Yes. And at the end, he's like, no, it was just happenstance. But I... Yeah, don't no. know about you that. You keep telling yourself that, Rand. Like, feels <clears throat> like he is talking to him. Yeah. So the <laughs> Ogier guide him to where the way is, even though they're like yeah. even having a hard time finding it over the evil that is in, you know, the in Shadar Lagoth. Um, yeah. And uh, you know they're mad about them cutting down the grove. Um, and Elder Heyman says, I can lock it. And Rand is like, no, well, I might we need also, it. Very quickly of this beat though, right? Where, um, he's thinking about what happened with like Matt and Perrin mm-hmm. and, but he very pointedly brings up Pat and Fane. Yeah. Who he has not thought of or mentioned in quite some time to my great delight. Yeah. I was very upset that he brought him up because <laughs> I was like, oh no, does this mean he's coming back? Right. Like, I don't want that. But yeah, there he, is a pointed question about like, and what is Fane doing with the white cloaks? Yeah, you know, because um, so like, I feel like that's coming back soon. Yeah, no, unfortunately, I think you're, I think you're right. Oh, such a bummer. I much prefer when Rand's like, I don't think of you at all. Right. Don't I don't know her. Yeah. Who? Who? <laughs> uh, so, but he doesn't let Elder Hammond lock it. He weaves this like nasty. Yeah, this like very power around it. But although he's like the trap can either work against mm. humans or shadow spawn, but not both. Mm-hmm. So like, okay. And even a male forsaken could not detect it. And I'm like, where did you? Right. Where did you learn, learn how to do this? any of this? Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty awful. Like, it's like they won't die immediately. They'll be mm-hmm. able to get out and walk away and then die. Yeah. So that they can't leave warning signs for other <laughs> others traveling through the ways. Yeah. Um, and then Leah disappears. Right. So then they discover Leah's missing and they search for hours. Yeah. And more than once people are like, okay, well, if you won't let us go in the buildings, which is correct, side note, do not yes. go in the fucking Don't go buildings. in there. Um, there there's nothing more we can do. And he just, yeah. Yeah, and so I think this is all just to further traumatize Rand about. Women. I I agree. I think this part is very much like about Rand needing to have his weird shit with women dying, yeah. um, and so finally he just has to call it and was like, mm-hmm. "We need to go." And the Ogier are like, "Could you get us closer to Two right. Rivers, though?" And he's yeah. like, "Fine." Which I was like, "You're gonna go to Two Rivers," but except that he basically 
does and doesn't like he's like okay yeah i'll take you straight there he makes a gate in this field which he thought was uninhabited and then Mm -hmm. is surprised to find like a house and people and he's like what i guess it did change more than i thought yeah and then like he like is like hurting himself i'm not really sure this one note like he's made the gate the ogre go through well this is where um oh yeah 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 yes and then yes. like sulin is like looking at his hand and he's like gripped his hand so hard that he's like cut for his yeah his fingernails had sliced a gash that oozed blood which like mm-hmm. cut your nails my friend mm-hmm. but yeah um, so he's like in a bad place he's um, yeah he's not doing well no um so he like points them towards Aemon's field. He's like, hopefully Perrin and Tam are there. Mm-hmm. But that's where Loyal is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this is where Heyman says your quote, but he starts it with, you must not kill yourself. Yeah, it's heavy. It's real heavy. Yeah. Um, which Rand gets a little like <laughs> curt about, which I like. <laughs> like Heyman says that thing. And Rand's like, he's like, you must live to reach the end of it. Rand's like, I will. <laughs> It made me laugh a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Whew. then he like punishes himself. Yeah. Which is like whatever. And goes back to Camelin. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then we get to Matt. Now we get uh, a relief to get to Matt. Um, so this made me laugh hard though, because he's like juggling and his on sitting on his horse, thinking about thinking about tom because tom taught him how to juggle and then he's like he wonders if the old fellow is still alive probably not and i was like have you met tom i know right tom is the most surviving survivor true like if anyone is still alive right Tom Marilyn. Yeah, yeah. True fact. I can't can't wait for him to be proven wrong. <laughs> and then he's thinking about how annoyed he is by Nynaeve and Elaine for a little while. And you're like, okay. Which I was like, get over it. It's been forever. In 6,000 chapters. Yeah. But oh, this wow. did make me laugh as he's like clearly lost in thought. And then one of them is like, what about you, Matt? Did you ever think about what it would be like to be a warder? <laughs> I was like, this is like, have you met Matt? Right, right. Like, no. Nope, super don't want that. Uh, and then we get a lot of description of like how they're traveling and mm-hmm. like what kind of time they're making and how that fast the Aiel are on foot and how it's spurring the others to go faster. Um, and then, and then Matt answers while he's like thinking about all of the little things he's collected and put right. into his bag. And even before I got to the next part of why this part is here, my note is like, what a little kid thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> like you're such a child. <laughs> he's collecting like rocks and like an eagle feather. Yeah. And like, you, what do you have some string and like jacks in there? Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> It was funny. Yeah. <laughs> like I thought it at the time I was like, oh, this must be just a reminder of like these are kids. Right. Like, these are kids going through this. No, right. I was no. wrong. I think it would be, <laughs> I think it would be a mistake to like I don't think Matt is a kid anymore. At this point, I think he's no. had so many well, coming of age moments. Like he's got all these like men. No, no, no. no. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I meant like literally they but are yes. very young. I know I agree with you, but like in terms of actual Yes, no, they like, are they're not uh, Matt at least is not a kid. Anymore. Matt is more worldly than the others. Yeah, yeah. But he's okay. still a kid in the sense of like his own Matt thoughts. Yeah, sometimes. I don't know. I think anyway, so. Anyway, the point is 
He's collecting things. He's collecting um, things like a little kid. There's this note. And this is I was confused about this. They're like, well, why are you talking about warders anyway? And he's like, oh, well, there's all these eyes that I on the other side of the river. And I'm like, okay, which eyes that I are these? Right. Are these Do like White know? Tower eyes that I? Saladar? Or... Is it? I like, guess... Are they on the other side of the river from Saladar? Like, I don't know. What's going on here? I don't know. There's so many, like we finally get plot, but it's like inexplicable half the time. You're like, yeah, what is happening? I don't know. <laughs> I could not tell you. So there are unknown Aes Sedai on the other side of the river who Matt doesn't want anything to do with because we know how Matt like, feels fair. about Aes Sedai. Yeah, totally. He's like, um, that's not our problem. Right. We're he's like, busy. Rand will deal with it. And like, the dragon sworn who are supposedly right. like massacring like villages. Yeah. Not yeah. great. Which we know is probably White Cloak's disguise just dragon sworn because that was a plot point. Right. Or like a thing that got dropped. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I did love this description of how Matt recruited yes! scouts. That was very, Damn! this was like a piece of like info dump that I did not hate because it was so funny. It was so fun. And like, like I was like, that's so smart. Yeah. And something that only like a character like Matt could have accomplished. So it was really, it was neat. I yeah, agree. Yeah. I liked that a lot. Yeah. He like looks for poachers, and, like gets them to name other people who are poachers. And it's very. And thieves. It's, it's very clever. It's very clever. Um, But eventually he finds this man, like, so he's made them all scouts mm-hmm. because they have all, of, they have the same skill set that a good scout needs. Right. And he, of course, is like. If you're good, I'll reward you handsomely. If you lie to me, I'll kill you. Mm-hmm. But it's a good, it's a good business proposition. Yeah. Um, and so eventually he gets to this guy, Vannon, mm-hmm. who is like the best of the best. Mm-hmm. Um, and Vannon has showed up and is like, Oh, I need you to see something. Yeah, this is real sad. This is rough. And so he takes him and it's the site of like a a massacre of the Tuatha'an, mm-hmm. and it's horrible. Like they've whoever did this, buddy. Like men, yeah. women, children. We get um, a description of that, like interlocked, trying to protect mm-hmm. the women and children. At least that the men did, but it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing that Matt's like, why did you? I you could have told me about this, and he's like, no, 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 no. Come see this. Yeah, and there is this man who, with his like last breath wrote the words tell the dragon reborn and Matt's like tell him what yeah and there's this like moment he has where if this was a story he would have gotten out the whole message and it would have been great but it's not and so I don't know what this means Mm -hmm. yeah and so he's like you know what you need to burn this before anybody else can see it because we don't know what it means and we can't handle the amount of speculation that will happen and we need to bury these folks so that people don't get freaked out yeah um and then they see some aisle and vannon's like it's probably them and matt's like ah maybe but i don't think so like he doesn't recognize them but a few of them wave at him Mm -hmm. he's like i really don't think it was them um and then they decide to make he comes back and they decide to make camp so that they can deal with send people to deal with uh the bodies and everything. Yeah. And then he has some thoughts of like, nobody does this. Like nobody would murder the Tuatan. Mm -hmm. They would never lift a hand. They would give it, Mm -hmm. they would give everything away before. Right. They would never resort to violence. And so it just doesn't make sense to him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he's laying in his bed, like smoking his pipe. No, they all smoke pipes now. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. (laughs) 
and he's having trouble sleeping. He's thinking about the inscription on his spear. Um, and after a while, he gets up to go outside and look at the stars, which was very cute um, and also necessary because dun, 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 assassination attempt. Turns out. And he this I was like, oh, my God, I was on that side here because I was like, tell Mata, shut up. Stop. Yeah. So when Talamani comes and like is like, Matt, come drink with me. I I'm see so you drunk. are awake. You gotta be awake. Let's train. He's like, sure, you're gonna get yourself killed. Um because he like can hear the aisle coming and sees mm -hmm. them go into his tent and he's like, What is going on? So Matt, because he can't do anything else, mm -hmm. he's like, rally the mm -hmm. aisle in the camp. We gotta fight him. Mm -hmm. And there's this like very brief battle where they clear they beat the aisle, but only because there were like 12 of them. Yeah. And there are like hundreds of yes. these other soldiers, but they still lose a, a decent, of, yeah. a decent number of men. Um mm -hmm. but he it is what's interesting is someone Matt realizes when he goes into his tent and does some like <laughs> He Sleuthing. like Sherlock Holmes is yeah, right through he this. He some stuff. Yeah, he sleuths some stuff and realizes that somebody traveled like mm -hmm. with the power. Yeah, those they opened a together. gateway because that's how they got into the camp. And the, he was like, "How did they get past all yeah. of these people into my tent? Um, and why do they want to kill me?" Yeah, and so he he and everybody is like, "What? Who? What?" And he's like, "Well, they're probably Shido." Mm hmm. Um, and but then he Matt still doesn't thinks, know why. Like, I guess they're dark friends. Like, I don't know. Um, like he, and he's like, yeah. okay, we're going to build a ditch around the camp from now on. And they're like, I'm sorry, what? And he's like, listen, they'll be happy to build it if they know it's to stop Isla, yeah. Isla attacks. Although, would it if they can just like no. travel? Well, that's through? what I was thinking. He gives that order before he realizes that like it's like a game. So like situation. he should go back and be like, actually, just, just kidding. kidding. We don't need to. But <laughs> yeah, um... And but yeah, he he realizes that like one of the Forsaken sent them because it had to have been because who else can make a gateway? And mm -hmm. he's like, God damn it. Like, I don't even I wish they didn't know who I was, but like now I'm a target. And then Oliver shows up with his own collection of stuff. That made me laugh so hard. Like first Oliver shows up and well, <laughs> and Matt's like talking to him. And then this like um, Narum who is like Talman has sent Naren because Matt has been wounded and needs to be stitched mm -hmm. up. Naren's dialogue made me die. Yeah. It's just constantly like my Lord, but like dry mm. and like run on sentences with my Lord just littered in them. <laughs> I was like, this is the best. This is the best thing ever. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Oliver pulling out his collection with like also a feather and some rocks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, Matt. Meet your child. Yeah, basically, <laughs> basically. And Matt's like, oh, yeah, that's a nice turtle shell. Like, here, have some gold for your purse. You can be my little messenger. Yeah. So Matt basically adopts Oliver in this yeah, moment, 100%. which is awesome. 100%. And then he, like, yells at Naram because he's like, don't. That is a leg, not a side of beef. As my lord says, my lord's leg is not a side of beef. Thank you, my lord, for instructing <laughs> Yeah, Naram's great. Naram is great. I was like, put Naram more on, on the page. I know, MVP more. of this chapter is Naram. <laughs> and so, <gasps> like, there's more reference to Rand's plan. If it worked, there would be one less Forsaken. If Matt had his way, he intended to stay out of trouble and out of danger until there were no, like, no Forsaken. And you're like, great, that's never going to happen. Never going to happen. <laughs> never going to happen. Um. All right. No, right, Grendel. 
Oh yeah, Grendel and Samael. So Grendel's it's Grendel's POV. She's mm-hmm. gone to see Samael in yep. Ilian. Yep. Um, and they're like talking about like all of because Samael has like decked this place out with all of this stuff that's not supposed to be around anymore. Mm-hmm. And so they're talking about how they both found stasis boxes and what was inside. So yes, it's now clear that the stasis box has nothing to do with the cube that um what's her face has, right? Savannah. Um, but I also, it's like, they're like magic time capsules, I guess. Um, yeah, that's what it sounded like. And like, some of them had like creatures in them. Weird, weird. Very um, weird. We find out that like, anyway, oh, oh that's not, that didn't happen yet. Uh, there's this <laughs> line that Samuel says though, that is like, well, like I'm in a, she's like, oh, you're in a good mood. And he's like, well, I practically have a cache of Angriel. And like, yeah, and you're like, which wait, is what? clearly the like Ibudar, not is Ibudar. It? I think it's clearly, he doesn't have it yet. I think he says, I all but have my hands on a yes, cache yes. of, ter- of Angriel. But why I think would it's he that know thing. about Ibudar? I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't we know yet, but I think those it. are the two hands. I think it's either Elaine right. and Nynaeve get it or Samael gets it. Probably true. Uh, and then he's also like, oh, yeah, and I sent an emissary to Randall Thor and it went great. And she's Which... like, did it? And we know it didn't. <laughs> right. So I was confused by this. Is like, is he lying to I her? I think he's lying to her. Based on what was... happens at the end of this chapter. I think he's I, lying to her. It was a little unclear to me because at the end, of, we'll we'll get there, but yeah. I was a little unclear about that. But yeah, he's like, yeah, we have a truce. Yeah, it's going to totally. be great. This also made me laugh because she was like, I don't know, man. He's pretty pissed. I feel like he's pretty pissed off that you killed his maidens. And here, Samael yes. is more progressive than Rand because yes. <laughs> he's like, they're soldiers. Right. Soldiers die in war. Like, yeah. what's the big deal? What's the big deal? And, and then, I, but this is I, this at this point, I was like, she's like, oh no, 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 those soldiers were women, and to Randall Thor, that makes a difference. And I'm like, great, Grandel knows your like fatal flaw. Like, Good. this is terrible. This is terrible. Yeah, the only reason Rand is safe right now is because they they're not allowed they're to too attack. It. Busy fighting each other, and <laughs> yes, they're not allowed to like frontally attack. Yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting. So yeah, Samael is basically just like baiting her the whole time. Which she is so thrown by because she's like, yeah. usually he can't hold on to his temper. Like, where mm-hmm. did he find this control? Mm-hmm. Usually, even if I just said the name loose there and he would lose mm-hmm. it. Um, and so he basically manipulates her yeah. into trying to figure out where the rest of the Forsaken are. And he makes, he like very strongly suggests to her that he's been promised. Yes. Which like, again, we know that's not happening. That's not true. Um, But he like does such a good job bamboozling her that she agrees to like, yeah, basically like find the others in exchange for like, when you're Nablus, you'll like keep me around. Make me your second. Yeah. Essentially. Um, Because he's like, where is where are the rest of them? Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we think Lampier is dead. Mogedian's probably mm-hmm. dead. Like as Asmod- probably dead. And he's right, like, probably show dead. me a corpse if you want yeah. to believe they're dead. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I don't know where Demandred or Semridge is are. Okay. Yeah, it should be. Um are. but Misana is in the White Tower, which mm-hmm. we know is what's her face. Yeah. Um and so she's basically like, Great, if wait, he wait, goes wait, after wait. them, wait. Do we know we know? We don't know who Masana is in the White Oh, Tower, I just assumed. I assumed it's the the what's her face, the White Sister. Alviarin? Yeah. Yeah. The keeper? 
the keeper. I assumed it was the keeper. Uh, I don't think so because she remember when Alviaren and Penfane have that moment in the closet. Uh huh. Where he's like gone to take the dagger that back. Her. That's her. So I, I and she like it's pretty clear that she's she's a dark friend, but not as yeah. But so she maybe she's Adam not Masana. So I don't think she can be Masana. So okay, maybe it's not her. Then she's I don't somebody. know. Somebody. I don't but think we know. Someone. I don't think we know yet. I don't think we know. Um. All right. So then, Grendel's like, "Great, I'll try." And he's like, "No, do it. Mm-hmm. Do it." There uh, is and no we, try. <laughs> so then here's when we get the Samael perspective and he like mm-hmm. lets the smile dissolve off his face. Like she, um, he wondered if she would say if she ever discovered he'd manipulated her as deftly mm-hmm. as she had manipulated so many fools, blah, blah, blah. And he's just thinking about um, all this stuff. And the reason I think he thinks it went well, because he said, whatever happened, Samael intended to be the one still standing on day of return to be named Nablus and defeat the dragon reborn. Why does he think that if he doesn't think he has a truce with Rand? I guess he does say at one point in this chapter, I know we have a truce because he didn't, Rand didn't kill my messenger. Yeah. Like, which implies that he actually doesn't know what the, what Rand said to the messenger. Yeah. Which is uh, like, feels like a huge oversight to me. Right? It feels like he thinks the truce is on because Rand didn't act how he, like it shows me, I think the point of this is that Samael actually doesn't know anything about Rand. Right. Well, that's true. But you think he actually does think there's a truce. I think he does. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I think he does. It's possible. It was a little, it was extremely confusing. It's unclear. Actually. It's unclear. Um, All right. Chapter 24, Egwene. Yeah. Can we talk about this like weird, probably unintentional, but I still picked up on like paralleling with Samael. Oh, really? His smile. Like he's smiling to like, they're both smiling despite what's going on in their heads. And it was just like a weird, weird, I don't think it was intentional, but I was like, this is weird. This is a weird thing I noticed. That is weird. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so Egwene's like walking through the city in Kerhianen, smiling despite all of the frustrated things that are like, like right. she's hot and like uncomfortable and blah, blah, blah. Everybody it, thinks she's Isle. Yeah, but it's like she's finally well enough to be allowed mm-hmm. to walk in the city and she's well enough to not go on the next dream trip, but on the one after that. And she's just mm-hmm. like very happy and excited to be learning things from people again and not trying to figure it out on her own mm-hmm. she thinks a gross thought about Berlin. of course over it um, um she also has this moment with like she didn't she doesn't understand why Rand didn't go to the hanging or why Rand said mangan needed to be hung or something she's like um mangan was hung and he made a joke uh, and she's like, Rand had liked Mangan. She was sure of it. Um, Egwene did not think she would ever understand Isle. She was very much afraid she did not understand Rand anymore. Mm. Which I was like, mm, he was yeah. right though. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. He was right. Yeah. But I was very taken with her. Like, just she's just so excited to learn. I was mm-hmm. like, that's so cute. No, totally. You're cute. She's thinking about the eyes to die and like trying to heal the tower. 
Um, mm-hmm. She's thinking about rumors that she's hearing. Okay, that Aes Sedai thing was weird to me, though. Mm. Like the the um, the the way it's described, where it's like it was like knowing one part of her family was set against an, another, just barely tolerable for knowing the reasons. But the thought that it might become more, I was like, why do you? You were there for like two seconds. Yeah, this feels again like her and Gowan's relationship. Yeah, like fast like, forwarding. I need this to be true. I need these emotional notes to yeah. be true for plot reasons. That's a good point. So I'm just going to make her have them. That's a good point. Fair. Okay. So that's okay. how I read that. Yes. Because I was like, who are you? Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Um. Okay. So yes, then rumors. So then we got, yeah, we got a bunch of rumors. I mean, she's thinking about how, like, she wishes that the wise ones would tell her more about what they mm-hmm. know um, because she's, you know, trying to get information in all these different ways. But um, and then she, like, has this moment. She's like, oh, there's obviously spies here for the tower mm-hmm. and, like, you know, gets really, like, shifty um, and worried about uh, people identifying her mm-hmm. as an Aes Sedai, which ends up being... A valid worry. Very um, valid worry. <laughs> yeah, super valid. And Okay, does she, by the way, quick question. Mm-hmm. Send her thinking about these rumors. Does she still think Suin is dead? I can't remember. Because, like, at the top, she thinks about it as rumors, but later she thinks about it as fact. Really? We'll get to it, but there's another moment. Because at the top, she, she's thinking about the rumors, like, Today, she learned that Suen had been right. executed because she was unearthed as Black Aja. The Suen was Black Aja and was still alive. And that the mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And so she's just thinking about them as like tales. Yeah. Um, but there will be a moment later where she thinks like, I think it's when she's with Gowan. I can't remember. Mm. Um, but we'll get to it. I was like confused. I was like, do you not know? Like, would Nynaeve and Elaine not have told her? I don't know. I don't know why they wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, there is a lot of secret keeping going on over there. That's which, true. You know, we've gotten from Elaine's POV, like she's mad about how many secrets are being kept. So I guess it's possible. Possible, but I just... this is another like it's not their secret to tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Possible. But like all of the Aes Sedai in Saladar know that it's yeah, and, and Elena knows. Like, and they so all like, know. Yeah, everybody knows. So like, they just why... don't think it's an issue because they've been stilled and women who have been stilled have no will to live. So the, did they just not get a chance to tell Egwene? It's weird. That's know. weird. It's very weird. And there's um, this whole interaction where um, she sees a bunch of men going to beat up another guy for mm-hmm. saying something about Rand. And she like gives them an Aiel lecture basically yeah. about it. Um, and she's... They, I feel like Robert Jordan is constantly like he has Rand think this a lot like oh she's basically Isle now and yeah like, you know Egwene is constantly like well I'm just respecting the customs yeah and like but it's very clear that she's like really uh internalized yes. a lot of the yes. stuff that she's learned yes yeah it is interesting yeah. and also like again like this is another parallel to what the young women are doing Mm-hmm. that they are so the aisle are so uh, offended by right that robert jordan does not think is offensive <laughs> but is very clearly offensive yeah but, but then guess, you have for Egwene, she's like immersed in it she's but that's what i'm saying it. it's yeah, like this is the difference yeah exactly she has respect for it and is understanding all facets of it and mm-hmm. then participating that's right versus just surface level picking and choosing what yes. you like yes 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 
so then the important thing happens, which is mm-hmm. that she sees a bunch of soldiers escorting Eyes yep. to Die, five yep. of them. Yep. And she sees green and she sees red. Mm-hmm. So she knows that these have to be Tower Sisters, right? Yeah. Or we know. I don't know if she knows. I don't she know. If comes to, she comes to, she comes to it. Yeah. Where she's like, it must be from the tower if there are red sisters involved. Because yes. she knows there are no reds in um right. right. And so and so she goes right back to the for A, she's terrified that they're gonna yes. see her. And B, she's like, ah, everybody needs to know. So she goes and finds the wise ones and she mm-hmm. tells them, like, there are I said I, it's probably a latest embassy. Well, she gets there and Barrelane is there. Right, right. Um, so she gets there, she's surprised to see Barrelane there. Um and she says, like, there are Aes Sedai in the city. They're heading towards the Sun pal- Palace. It must be Alita's uh, embassy, blah, blah, Um, And Berylene is like, oh, God, I need to go back. Can you tell Rurik to meet me? Mm-hmm. And Amy says, like, don't depend on Rurik so much. You're the one who's in charge of Kerhian. And <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> yeah, then they have this old conversation about how, like, he reminds Berylene of her father, but also he gives good advice and knows when to loom. And, like, she needs him to loom over the eyes to die to like intimidate them and amos is like oh yeah fair point i'll send him and then she like kisses her on the forehead and each mm-hmm. cheek and, and Quain is like what the hell is going on <laughs> i and same i also am like what the hell is going on yeah yeah like very confusing yeah um because then she she Gwen knows she needs barreling to not mention her mm-hmm. but she can't just be like don't tell them i'm here Right. So she, in a roundabout way, is like, by the way, I don't think we should be very open, essentially. Right. And Berlin is weird back to her. Like, ugh. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. And then there's this moment. So, like, Berlin does this weird thing where she insinuates it, how she'll, like, always take care of Rand. Right, right. And... Soraleia and uh, the wise ones are like, hey. Yeah, cut it out. And Berylaine's like, uh, don't tell Rourke. Right. And they're like, we won't. Mm, we it's, won't. It's weird. It's a weird interaction. It's a weird interaction. It is like weird. the whole thing is weird. Yeah. And then Berylaine leaves. And then Soraleia, of course, is like, we have to find a husband for her. Ugh. Eye roll. Um, I do like that she's like, although it's going to be hard to find a man good enough for Berylaine. And I was like, yeah, it is going to be hard. Berylaine, but they haven't. I know, I, know, I know. I agree with you. I agree with you. She's making, I mean, they have set, I think even from the, I've been thinking about this. I think even from when we first meet her, mm-hmm. it's very clear to like me as a reader that the reason she's throwing herself at yes. is because this is how she has to operate within the yes. system. hundred percent. And like, she's trying to use every skill and like asset she has to maintain totally. her power, which like, fine. Totally. And the fact that all of the other women in the story, except for the wise ones seems to hate her for it is like very annoying. And I understand. It's annoying and it's, know. it's weird. And also it's like, show us either like why they're different when you're i i just feel like it's very well it's this whole hang up about sex that the pov characters for the most part have with the exception of avienda like every pov character that is not aiel basically yeah is like real hung up about sex yeah um and so there's that um but then also 
And we do get to see Berlin being competent. Totally. Occasionally. We also get to see her being a petty bitch, which like, fine. Um, you know, you can be both. <laughs> sure. Um, totally possible. Multifaceted. Multifaceted. Nuance. Everybody can be a lot of different things. But when you introduce this issue of how upset Rourke is about the appropriation and barely yes. supporting it it does like kind of like if if that piece wasn't there this would all make sense I agree but with that piece thrown in it is very weird it's extremely confusing yeah. um all right so she leaves and then they start to talk about the ice who died and mm-hmm. the potential for what's going on and Egwene is like walking this line of like the real danger is if they find out she's there because she's not Aes Sedai. Right. But the wise knows, ones don't know that. But the wise ones don't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like trying, she's like, they're not his friends. Right. They will probably try to like, she's like, I don't know if they will hurt him, mm-hmm. but they don't have his best interests. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to want him listening to me. Yes. Is how she's like threading this needle. And they're yes. like, well, that's fine. Then you stay in the tents and they will never find you. Like, we'll keep mm-hmm. you safe. Um. Yeah. Is there? I feel like there's like one other thing, but that might be in a second. Yeah, because she basically is like, um, we also have to be careful about how many of them there are. Yes. Yes. Because she's like, there are things that you don't know, but like you should know. I think Does that, that happen in the second later. or is that later? That might it. be later. Yeah, that I might think be it's later. later. Um, so this chapter ends with her thinking about her dreams mm-hmm. and like being, you know, too tired to even because they um, make her do a test. Yeah, they or they a health check. A health test. A health check. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, she's very in shape. She's super in shape. And we get um, more of that, like sort of uh, internalizing some of this aisle stuff. Cause she's yes. like, I could, if I was here for another year, I could basically be as good as a maiden, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and, but most of the dreams that she's remembered were about Gowan to which I added the note who is probably in the city, which is going to play. Okay. I will say I did not. Oh yeah. I was like, obviously like we know that the younglings were sent along with this embassy, like Gowan's definitely in the city. Oh my God. That's hysterical. I a hundred percent forgot. And so Uh, when he shows up, I was like, (gasps) listen, I have so many problems with that whole section, but we're not there yet. So So the next chapter 25, <laughs> still still with Egwene. She's yep. getting woken up. Um, uh-huh. She has like, she feels refreshed. Uh, she's trying to get away, but then Cerulea nabs her. Um, there's this whole thing about. Oh, this is where they get more information yeah, about this the, is where they, the eyes today. Uh, and that there's. Amos is like, you shouldn't have left the sweat tent. Like we got more mm-hmm. information um, from Ruark about the embassy. Yeah. So there are six of them, but because uh, I thought there were five. Mm-hmm. So that's all, already not great that there are more. Yeah. Um, and they want her to like tell them information about mm-hmm. the Aes Sedai, but she only knows about a couple of them. Yeah. So she knows about the gray sister and the white sister, right? <laughs> Yeah. Um, and so the gray sister is Nasune Bihara and she's like very fair minded. She listens to all sides, but she's like very good at picking out flaws. Mm-hmm. And then the white sister is what's her name? I already forgot it. Serene Nemdal. Right. But we're skipping over a thing. Apparently, uh, 
the white sister specifically asked about going into the library and something about oh seals, yeah 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 which yeah. is you know sounds ominous it's not great not great not great um and so she's like telling them about the the white sister is like very passionate mm-hmm. we'll say mm-hmm. um and she brings up that they're not staying at the palace because mm-hmm. Egwene is like where rooms Mm -hmm. so that she knows what to avoid (laughs) yeah um and then hang with some woman named erilyn and um egwene's like oh that's got to be a a gray agile spy yeah yeah 100 percent. and the wise ones are like ew gross spies (laughs) even though egwene's like you guys spy on people's dreams all the time Mm -hmm. how is that different but it's different no, I don't know. It's just different. Okay. No, I, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, but they do know they're like, they think they're going to escort Rand to Tarvalin. Mm-hmm. Um, Egwene's like, Rand's not going to accept that. It doesn't matter. They find out they have 500 guards I'm, with them. Again, numbers, like what Scale, numbers even just like, mean. Yeah. They don't mean anything at this point. I'm like, that's They left most of them outside the city. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, Rand is definitely not going to do that like yeah and also is anybody keeping an eye on the soldiers and they're like obviously yes duh um and so she kind of gives some advice because she's like these are my suggestions mm-hmm. she's like if any of the Aes Sedai go into the palace people who can like wise ones who can channel should mm-hmm. be there mm-hmm. um because she's like that's not safe right <laughs> obviously this is where she does the numbers things we, yes. we must make sure there are only six mm-hmm. um because we know they need 13 yes right yeah um but she's like but Rand she can handle saying, she's just yeah. saying it as like well if there's more they've lied to you yeah she says it that way yes of like we'll know that they've lied mm-hmm. um and but she is saying like if he can, Rand can handle at least two, mm-hmm. he might even be able to handle six, but if there are more than they've put themselves forward to be, then it is proof they've lied at the least, even just by leaving something out. Um, she doesn't say anything else about it though. No. Which I was like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it seems that's like, to me, omission a little bit. Yeah. It's, and she like has this thought about like, well, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> it really doesn't matter. Uh, they like she's like tells them not to choose any cis way. I'm in, and they're like obviously not. Um, mm-hmm. And so then she decides to go back to the city because she's an idiot. Well, I, I, it's this didn't this didn't feel out of character for me because she's gotten. I feel like Egwene. He has given us enough background on Egwene that we know that she will make the choice that gets her knowledge. Right. That's true. That's true. Like she consistently does this. Yeah, it's true. No, right? you're right. It's not out of character. It's just like a very. Yes. And so she goes, she finds out where Erilyn lives. Yeah. And she also asks had, like a million strangers. Which I was like, oh my God, Egwene. I know. So unsubtle. But she has been all morning being mistaken for Isle. So she's yeah. just assuming. Right. And she, this was interesting where he's like, oh, you're using Moira Wayne's eavesdropping trick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she sure does. Okay. Like with a pebble and everything, like a focus stone. Yeah. Yep. And so she's like, she's channeling outside this person's home. And I'm like, she does a weave so that if they look outside, they'll see the weaves, but they won't see who is doing right. it. But I'm like, how long are you going to have? Seriously. How long are you going to have to get away? Seriously. Like, what are you doing? Anyways. I know. 
And know. the thing is, like, she keeps, she, she's using this and she doesn't freaking learn anything. No, forever. She's like checking all these different places, listening to all these different things. She does overhear this very, com- like, suspicious conversation where somebody asks, like, do you really believe this is necessary? Yeah. And the other person says we must be prepared for any eventuality. Mm-hmm. Um, and she refers to a rumor. She doesn't know what. So she's out there for like ever hours. I mean, actual yes, hours. hours. And, and then yeah. what the one of the Aes Sedai who would recognize her because she mm-hmm. had her in a class comes out and Egwene is like, OK, I'm out. Right. Right. <laughs> and takes off and like she running and then runs directly, directly into, into Gallon. And of then, of course, no, I love it. I actually loved this because I was like, no shame. This is like if someone decided to write Egwene and Gowan fanfic and we're like, fuck canon, I'm going to do what I want. Like, that's how this read to me. My problem with this uh-huh. is that like, okay, fine. You're going to have them run into each other. Fine. Gowan's response, he has been obsessing about yes. Egwene for months. Yes. Possibly longer. He yes. like is dead set on finding her. He believes that she's in danger. Yeah. His response to her literally running into him in the street, and we know he recognizes her immediately, yeah. is just to be like, did I hurt you? It's interesting that you look like an isle. No. Okay. I will say you respond. I will say how I read this was Gowan being the cool guy. No. In in opposition to the way Galad responds to finding Nynaeve and Elaine, which is like, I have been looking for you everywhere. Like <laughs> it felt very much like I I don't know. I don't think it's earned. Also her. She's like, oh hey, yeah, I've been in Ilian. We have to go over here and talk. Like there's no like surprise. I know that's where that's There's why I was saying I'm just, just like this is ridiculous. This is where I was saying it felt like the fanfic version yeah. of it of someone just being like I don't fucking care what's happening in the books. This is how I think their meeting should go. That's how this felt to me. And so it's like going into it with that lens. I, can't I was like whatever, it's fine. So, so poorly characterized. Like so I just like, can't <laughs> handle it. I cannot handle it. I loved it. it. I was like this is so stupid. No, I'm so uh, mad. <laughs> it's like so mad and then he's just like <laughs> telling her everything he's like oh I guess you're running away from the Aes Sedai that's weird let me tell you all these things about well, them and no, okay like, so oh my hold on God. hold on hold on this hold is on. so unrealistic I I don't think him giving her information is unrealistic I mean I don't think that's true but like this, no no this no is the I think they're having immediately I think it's absolutely mm. I was fine with that part so like they run into each other and he's like, this did make me laugh. They're like, I suppose that I'm to ignore the fact that you look like an aisle. <laughs> the last I heard you were an alien. It made me laugh a little bit. Right. So they like take a step away. Um, first, she's like, can I ask you a favor? And he's like, anything except these. I won't harm Elaine or Andar and I won't become Dragon Swarm. <laughs> Anything else. And she's like, what? What? And also they're like in an alleyway and people around them are like, what the fuck is going on over here? So Um, they like, she's like, we need to go somewhere else. Um, So they go to this inn where he like bribes an innkeeper. They shut the door. 
And then I did also, this is what I mean where I read it as him trying to be the cool guy mm. because then he like takes the handkerchief off, wipes his face and then offers it to her. And then it's like, wait, no, I have another one. <laughs> like, I feel like what I got from this is he's trying very hard to like be cooler than he is feeling. But there are these little tells that feel like the he's tells not are too small. Cool. This is fine, too fine. small for the buildup of how angry he was when the tower came like when like the fact that he literally sided with Elena because he was so upset that Elaine and Egwene and Nynaeve were like put into harm's way by the tower by the fact that like he like is like so angry about like Suan and Leanne like he lets them go but it's close like he almost doesn't and every POV we've gotten of him is him obsessing about Egwene being in danger the dream that he has where he's like saving her from the draw I'm sorry no he's saving pitch. her I know I know the pitch of his I feeling think we're gonna actually disagree so about high. this it's so I think high. we're gonna disagree about this because I think his his frustration and his anger is about Rand and for Egwene, it's just love and protectiveness. Of course. but like, And so I that... think that here, there is this one, he thinks she's in love with Galad. Like he is under the impression that she's in love with Galad. It doesn't matter. The point is he should be more surprised to literally see her and we should be able to see I wonder that if we were, I, I'm not disagreeing with you, clearly. <laughs> But I just don't care that much. Oh, fair. I enough. think I just don't care that much because I think that I absolutely am okay fast forwarding past that part. Yeah. It means we're not going to belabor. It takes me out of the story. This. It just jolts me right out of the story. I'm like, that's not what that's. It's just doesn't make any sense character wise to me. <sighs> so like, this is a moment where I, I want just, I guess characterization, I just, like, and I'm not getting it. I guess I just don't. I'm not at a point where I care that much about Gowan yet. Not fair. Where I'm just like, you are kind of like not a real person to me. But yet. they're like building him up so much as this like anti-Rand element. And like, I don't I just... think, I, I don't think they've done that. I, at least if that's the He's intent. He's literally I don't dreaming think it's of murdering crap. Rand. Yeah, but that's, so is Pat and Fane. Well, yeah. Like, but that's true. So is Pat and Fane. So yeah. are so many and people. And that's like a high level that's my point is that like there's so many people who hate rand and want to murder him (laughs) that like it's just one more to me like i'm like whatever all right fair enough well let's move on anyway so much much like gowan it's moved on from its feelings apparently not surprised everything's fine as far as gowan is concerned it's all fine everything's fine all right cool so so they're in this room and she's kind of like, how could you be with yes. Elena? Yeah. Because I think that is the thing yes, that I would be like, let me tell you all the reasons mm-hmm. that you should not be with her, mm-hmm. which I know. But she's just like, why would you do that? And we do see his anger about Rand and yes. about Suen like breaking the laws, basically. Yes. Um, which was felt correct felt correct which again this to me like I think it, it would be different oh. if we were in his head but I think we are seeing notes of him struggling to maintain whatever thing he's trying to project to Egwene and what is actually there personally yeah. but so he's like the younglings serve the tower and we do as long as like Sue and Sanch and then he trails off mm-hmm. he doesn't say anything and then he's like Rand killed my mom mm-hmm. and she's like what yeah. no he didn't right and also Elaine is fine 
and Elaine's fine. Mm-hmm. And she, he's like, can you swear that he didn't? And she's like, I can swear that Elaine is fine. Right. Like, Elaine is a hundred percent. Okay. I can't tell you where she is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he like looks at her and then he's like, you seem more like an Aes Sedai. Like every time I see you, did I tell you that I used to think about being your warder? I was like, all you need is like, oh no, there's only one bed. I know. Seriously. It's so true. And she's like, well, you will be my warder. So there's that. Yeah. This is where I'm like, you're fast forwarding. Oh yeah. Fast forwarding so much because then immediately he's like, no, no, Gallad. And she's like, no, I love you. And you're like, like it's what? you. you. Yeah. It, and she's it's... like, haha, funny joke. Yeah. She's like, no, seriously, I love you. Yeah, yeah. It's so, it is such a fast forward. It's, it's such like a fast forward. Saying, like Robert Jordan just decided he needs these emotional beats. So he's making them happen. Yeah, so he's doing it. And it doesn't have like the impact of like when Rand and Avienda like sleep together, you're like, holy yeah. shit. Yes. This has been building for books and books and yes. books. Yeah. And so it, it means something. This mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. No, yeah. I whatever. It's like whatever. There's, I guess, nice. I'm glad you got to kiss your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um. So he, she, he asks her what favor she wants Um. in this very elaborate ornate way. And she's like, just don't tell them that I'm here. Don't mention me. And he says, okay, that's fine. Like, I, I'm not going to ask you any questions like i know i did like he's basically like i will literally do anything for you yes yes literally yeah (laughs) like like, i can't take advantage of this right she's like he's like just be careful and she's like okay how do i i'm gonna be careful but i'm gonna make you promise not to hurt rand um and then yeah he's like what if we just exited like what if we just ran away together like let's go yeah. live in a, my estate yeah because she's like don't kill rand until i can prove mm-hmm. that he didn't mm-hmm. kill your mom because i yeah. I know he didn't right uh, but then she's like she accidentally says out loud like what were those eyes to die up mm-hmm. to and that's when he's like i will give up everything right. we can leave right now right. we could just go yes and not be here and she's like what yeah, and she realizes that he thinks she's asking him for information. To spy, yeah. yeah to spy. Which and, he would do. Right. And she says, like, I'm not, that's not what I'm asking you for. Um, and so she, they, like, arrange to meet, you know, mm-hmm. on her walks. Well, because she has this thought. She's like, she won't ask him to do anything. She will take mm-hmm. anything that he lets slip mm-hmm. or anything that he says, which I was like, all right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Egwene. Yeah. Playing that game. Yep. 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 She's walking a fine line. Mm-hmm. And then we switch POV to some Aes Sedai talking to Colavar about betraying Rand. Yep. And then we switch again to another Aes Sedai talking to Melan. It was Melan. Okay. It was Melan about betraying Rand. Well, so Colavar, they say the same. It's clearly like they're parallel conversations. They're asking the mm-hmm. same thing. And Colaver is Kerhianen and what's his face is from Tear, right? Uh, yes, he is. Yes. Right. And yep. so um, you know, they're like, we're gonna they like word for word, we intend to offer him escort to Tarvalin. And then they they're like, you know, when he's gone, there's gonna be a power vacuum. Mm-hmm. And Colaver says, You interest me, uh Katrine Sedai, 
Mm-hmm. And Lord Malin says, why did you tell me this? Right. So like you have two different responses and then you have Katrine smiled at Lady Colavere, but Nasuna's, Nasuna's smile might've meant anything. Mm-hmm. So like, it's very pointed in the differences, mm. which to me is like, Colavere is clearly set up to be the one who's going to take the bait. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about Malin. Right, like right, Malin, I think could go either way. Mm-hmm. Either he's going to take it or he's going to betray them to Rand. Yeah. And then we switch again, and there's another Aes Sedai being like, Berylaine is going to be tough. Like, I'm not sure what's going to work with her. Um, Arian says, do whatever is necessary. And then we, like, hear a it's bunch like of random pages information and, about yeah, these it's Aes Sedai. Like pages like, and pages of stuff. And, like, I don't even know. Well, you, so you have Galena. Yeah. Um, there's a rumor that there's a green sister. Mm-hmm in tier with Rand and who is now uh, in Carhian and Serene's like another Aes Sedai. So they basically get around to like, they think Moiraine faked her death. Right. Uh, and is and now it, posing as a green sister. Yeah. And they're just like, that's bananas, essentially. Right. There's also this like, because Galena, they're like, that's a lot of speculation, Galena. Yeah. And there's this line about Galena where it's like, Galena's smile did not change, but her eyes glittered. She was too hard for logic. She believed what she believed, whatever the evidence, which I don't know if you remember Stephen Colbert's White House Correspondence Press Dinner <laughs> talk, but he says this thing about George W. Bush. That to this day makes me cry laughing where he's like, George W. Bush believes in his gut. No, he's like, he believes the same thing on Wednesday that he believed on Monday. And it doesn't happen, like, doesn't matter what happened on Tuesday. (laughs) And I was like, that's not a great setup for Galena, in my opinion. (laughs) She doesn't sound very bright. Yeah, no, I don't disagree. (laughs) uh so yeah they're like but they're like talking through like preparing there's this whole argument about like how prepared they need to be and they need to prepare oh there's also because other eyes to die are showing up yeah and like right well that's after the so first they're like talking about like why they need to prepare so much and then they're talking about well we have as much time as we need we have ours uh, the rest of our sisters are you know yeah coming um and then and and then you know Serene goes upstairs to prepare and we don't know what they're preparing. Yeah, we um, have no idea. Do we idea. actually have enough time to get through this next chapter before you have to go? Oh my god. Yeah. So what happens if, in this next chapter? Um Rand reviews Bashir's troops finally and there's like a weird rock special Yeah, rock there's situation. I think we can do it. I think we can do okay. it real fast. All right. <laughs> I'm not editing that out. So, yeah, it's um there's this they're they're reviewing the troops um there's this weird reference to two white rocks yeah like and like Bashir is like standing up in his saddle and Rand is like looking at the special rocks and it's clearly like this is what they've been trying to get Rand yeah there's like they're doing some fancy plot we don't know but we just don't know what it is and then uh Bashir's wife comes up and she like sounds kind of awesome Mm -hmm. (laughs) I gotta say (laughs) because Rand is like staring and she goes is my husband amusing you (laughs) and she never gave rand a title never used his name and when he like i love that he like asks uh he says being pleasant had gotten him exactly nowhere with bashir's wife bashir himself only shrugged and said she was a difficult woman at times all the while grinning with what could only be pride i think that's awesome 
Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, so he tells her to tell Bashir that he's pleased. He like yep. kind of is talking to Luce Theron again. At this line about he's like, he was worried over going mad, but he had seen no signs of it. And I was like, buddy, you oh. are 100 percent signs of constant, constant signs. Madness. Do we need to talk about the laughter? Because we can yeah, talk about exactly. just the laughter. I mean, just seriously. Um, um, and then he's riding back through the city of Camelin when there is an assassination attempt. Yeah. So it's like everything happens very quickly. It's some yes. guy on a crossbow or on a roof with a crossbow. Uh, and it shoots at him and he uses the power. But I I got a little confused. Here. There are multiple crossbows. There's multiple. multiple. So he sees one in yeah. time to block it with air block and then shoot a fireball at the guy. Mm-hmm. But then and that guy falls off a roof on fire. But then he gets tackled off his horse and he's tackled by a maiden who is killed by a crossbow meant for yes. him. So there's more than one crossbow situation. Yes. And so the aisle fan out and they find four dudes. Yeah. Uh, and it turns out they are pretending they're like they're they're wearing like costumes or whatever but they're actually white cloaks mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so one of them is farrell demir farrell mm-hmm. uh, and he's like don't 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 hang me because right. Rand's like hang them right. and he's like don't worry you're lucky like you're lucky you're gonna watch your friends hang and then you're gonna go back to pedro nile and tell him that this is not okay and yeah. then I'm going to come for him and have him hung for right. his part in what happened today. So right. Pedro Nile has created a plot mm-hmm. to assassinate Rand. Which well, he th- Rand thinks it's Pedro. Rand thinks it's Pedro We Nile. don't actually know who it is. It could be anybody. And literally, literally anyone. Um, and then he's memorizing the dead maiden's faces mm-hmm. and adding them to his list. Um yeah. So so then he rough. like goes back to the city or to the palace. Um, there's this top first maid who comes in and was like, "Hey, there's a petition for an audience with you from the wave mistress yes. of Clan Catalar of the Athan Mayor, so the Sea Folk." Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, "If Moira knew anything about the Sea Folk, he didn't tell her. She didn't. She didn't teach him anything. Right. So he doesn't know shit about the Sea Folk." And He's has like, boy, to... I guess wave mistress sounds important. Sounds important. So I guess I'll meet them in the big audience hall. I'll see them um, later this afternoon. And uh, he's like, did you give them good rooms? And she was like, no, they're staying at an inn. Mm-hmm. Um, And then this woman who is like this like staunch maid is like, do you really mean to give the daughter heir the throne? Which is like, why is this here? How many times has she must have heard it by now? Because... That Eliana wait, 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 Saren wait, wait, wait. woman you, is there. You skipped some stuff. What here. did I skip? You, so they're Just talking the lady, about the sea folk. Yeah. And then she says. The lady Eliana the lady is Eliana here. Eliana wants to see you. Oh, I do. I see it now. I see it now. Yeah, it's yeah, there. Because it's the end of this with this like. Right, right. Um, maid lady. And right. he's like, I do. The Lion Throne is Elaine's by light and my hope of rebirth and salvation. It is. Yeah. And I'm like, that, that weird. wouldn't happen. That wouldn't no. Happen. That definitely wouldn't happen. It was weird. Um, um, and then so he's then... getting yelled at by the maidens for like running into the palace without yep. letting them check because, you know, there could have been an ambush in the palace, totally. like, which is totally legit. Um, but he's like arguing with them about everything. And like, I know we're rushing through this, but also like Eliana shows up and literally- happening. This oh whole my conversation about Soren and like 
the history of this stone. So much info dumping. It's so much info dumping. And it's literally just to make sure that Rand is not related to Elaine. It's four pages of info dump. Literally, that's it. You were not related. You were not actual cousins. Same questions that we were. That we were. (laughs) That's we were. He's like, wait, which like respect. (laughs) What does that mean? So yeah, that's the whole point. Which like complete and other respect, like fine. I loved when he was like, explain it to me like if they were farmers. Yeah. I was like, that was cute. What? Yeah. And then he's so, mad at himself for caring. Um, and yep. then he's like, I'm saying, I swear. And then this last line I can't even handle. He oh my god. He goes to the maidens and he's like, assemble your people. I'm going to carry in. Please don't Please tell, tell Abienda. What the f- Oh my god. Like, why are we so still hard. on this note? Like, why? It's just like because he's so stupid. Can't even. All right, all right. Here we go. Uh, We're wrapping okay, this up. Okay, okay, okay. We gotta wrap it so, up. So keep an eye out for episodes every other Wednesday-ish. Um, you can follow along with the conversation on social media by looking for the hashtag Tarvaliner Bust. And next time we will talk about chapters 27 through 32. And a big thank you to Brian Dunn, fellow Wheel of Time fan and musician who created the amazing intro and outro tracks for this podcast. You can find more of his work at briandunnmusic.net. That's Brian with a Y and Dunn with two N's. And if you're enjoying the show, as always, please leave a review and or a rating on the podcast platform of your choice. Helps other folks to find the show. We super appreciate them. Sometimes we read them out loud. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. You can find us on social media and other podcasts. I am on Twitter and Tumblr as Jen IRL, J-E-N-N-I-R-L, or on Instagram as I am Jen IRL, and I podcast over at Book Riot on a couple different shows. Uh, I am on all social media at Run With Skizzers, S-K-I-Z-Z-E-R-S. And also you can find me on Daisy Geek Girls, where we are covering the Reigns of Power right now. Um, you can also find us on page. Oh, I forgot to say it. And hashtag Tarvalinone bus or bus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, panic. <laughs> um, for following conversation online. Uh, and you can also find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash bust. And a huge thank you to our patrons. Ross J. Kathy, Stevani, Joseph E, Johanna R, Christina M, Lizzie R, Kate G, Erica, Kat, Ariel, Holly B, Elizabeth M, Ryan M, Zach H, Eleanor, Justin H, Fred, Robin, Lisa D, Ian Z, Jordan Z, Greg G, Saga N, Josh S, Robert J, Ben P, G Todd, R D, P Footy, Ross P, Tobin T, Megan, David N, Ariel B, Amy A, Michael, Linnea M, Lindsay W, Julie, Daniel G, Dan B, John A, Clara H, Carly. Brendan O, Mary, Akil A, Caroline P, Joe E, James K, Mathis, Joseph S, Ryan M, Sarah R, Kelly T, Helen D, Joshua M, Michael D, Dre, M. Lethem, Janae H, Jennifer P, Christina G, Chaitali S, Charlie E, Arcade, Stephen S, James, Ruth A, Jetlag Jessica, Mandarb the girl, not the horse, David U, 
Amy R, Meridim, Mimi K, Amanda, Mark D, Heather J, Christina M, Malia H, Keith, Sirius G, Olivia K, Joshua S, Nicholas E, Michelle S, Michelle D, Destination Toast, MJ, Kat S, Jericho W, Saber Bouquet, Thomas K, Elizabeth F, Emily, Evans K, Ola J, Yulia S, Brian D. This episode is not the ending. There are neither beginnings nor endings to the Wheel of Time, but it is an ending. Bye.